Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Thanks so much for tuning into Bravo Happy Hour. Today's Thursday episode is a little bit different. I've teamed up with Jess from The Real Housewife of the West Side podcast to bring you a deep dive into the salacious book, House of Hilton, written by Jerry Oppenheimer. If you're a true Real Housewives fan, you know that this book is full of the hot tea about the Hilton family dynasty. However, we're going to be focusing on Kathy Hilton's mother, Big Kathy. If you guys don't know, Kathy is the sister of Kyle and Kim Richards from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So the book is really a window into the childhood of the Richards sister and their momager, Big Kathy Richards. We're going to be breaking this episode into two different parts, so be sure to check back for part two and enjoy. This was super fun to make, so if you guys are interested in more of this stuff, hit me up on Instagram or wherever you reach out to me and let me know what you think. All right, enjoy! Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of The Real Housewife of the West Side. I'm Jess, your host. I hope you are all doing well and having a great week. Anyway, I feel like I've promoting I've been promoting this episode for months now. As you know, um, my friend Megan O'Donnell from the Bravo Happy Hour podcast and I have been reading and investigating and just going down many deep, dark internet holes all in regard to the amazing book that is House of Hilton, written by Jerry Oppenheimer. This book came out in the mid-2000s, I want to say around like 05, 06, kind of at the height of Paris Hilton's fame, infamy, what have you. We did not read the Hilton portion of the book. We only read part one of the book, which is all about the uh, Richards side of the family. So Big Kathy, um, Kyle Richards, Kim Richards, Kathy Hilton, basically anything that pertains to our little Bravo universe. So in the best time reading, discussing it, it's, I, I can't think of a more eloquent way to say this other than it's a real shit show, guys, and it's a great time. So uh, yeah, just really get into it, relax, maybe get a drink. Um, We are going to split it up into two episodes. This first portion is about an hour. And then the second portion on Thursday will probably be about another hour because there's just so much in here. And then of course, you know, we added our own little commentary and I had a couple stories that I needed to add in as well. So um, yeah, sit back, relax and enjoy. Thank you so much for gracing us with your presence today. I mean, it is my absolute pleasure. This book was better than any piece of um, literature I read my whole entire life, including like, you know, To Kill a Mockingbird, like (laughs) the quality, quality um, (laughs) writing. But this was It trumps them all. Exactly. Exactly. Let's get into this. So this book actually is, it came out around like 05, 06 when Paris Hilton was getting really, really big. And 
I, you know, we are using this book for kind of our own <laughs> intensive purposes, but the book is actually marketed as, you know, this backstory about the Hilton dynasty and the Hilton family and kind of how like Paris Hilton, the, uh, I, I don't know, what do you call her? I don't, I don't like socialize. There we go. Okay. I was trying not to say icon. Um, oh, I, I mean. <laughs> I mean, I guess she yeah, is. I don't want to admit she's the fact that she's an icon, but she's an icon. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that is really you won't what give it to her. Right. That um that is really what the book was with I guess the purpose of the book. Um and it's split into two halves, the or part one and part two. The part one is primarily about the origins of Kathy Hilton, or as she is referred to as the book, Little Kathy. Um, so that's really the only part that we are covering because that's the only part we really care about. So, yeah, the other stuff was just about like the Conrad Hilton family legacy and all of that. And we're really here for more Richard sister exactly. uh, tea. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even read part two. I was like, going oh, no. on. I got like 13 pages in and was like, I don't give a shit hey, about any of these people. I'm proud of you for that. That is. <laughs> that's amazing. So, yeah, we're familiar with Big Kathy a little bit from Beverly Hills, and we'll get into it more, but I guess just like a quick little overview of Big Kathy, whose name, okay, are you guys ready for her name? This is Big Kathy's real, real, real name, okay? Kathleen Dugan Avanzino Richards Catane Fenton. Okay? You know you've been married four times when you're... <laughs> Full name is a full sentence. Right? You got that? Um, so, yeah, she was married four times. Um, we'll, you know, as we kind of go through the book, which we're basically just, we're taking you through a walk. We're taking you for a walk through the book is what we're doing if you're, um, you know, trying to keep track. <laughs> and if you guys are wondering why we're talking about this, so obviously Paris Hilton's mom is little Kathy and little Kathy's sisters are Kim and Kyle Richards. So the fact Thank that the story. Thank you for pointing that out, Megan. <laughs> yeah. So the fact that the story is we're talking about Big Kathy, that's the mother of Kim and Kyle and Little Kathy. So it explains why we're talking about this random woman named Kathleen Dugan. Right. Everyone's like, why do we care? This is why it pertains to our world, guys. Yes. (laughs) Context. Yes. Context. Context. And, And the other reason why I, you know, I know people have talked about this book like here and there for many years. It's been out for over a decade. But. I was really curious to um, read it because just having watched Kath, uh, not Kath, well, not so much little Kathy, but Kyle and Kim over the past 10 years on Beverly Hills and also, you know, interacting with Kyle, I, I was interested at, at it from like a psychological perspective like what did this woman do to you people um well I think that's why like it's so interesting and this book has always piqued people's interest because Kim and Kyle are fucked up and also like growing up like being little kid actors like those types of things really screw with you Mm -hmm. and the type of parents that you have that is like yes go be an actress and it's actually like kind of forcing you to be an actress at like six months old uh you have to kind of question their motives a little bit exactly and the other recurring theme that we're going to experience in this trip together (laughs) is that um there's there's a theme of getting pregnant whether it's intentionally or unintentionally before you get married which I don't know if you noticed this Megan but I've okay 
Big Kathy did this in order to catch a husband, apparently. Um, Kim did this with her first Mm -hmm. husband. And Kyle did this with her first husband. So it's a bit of a pattern. Um, And actually, Kyle did it with Mauricio, too. So just keeping (laughs) that dream alive. Um, Okay, so really quick, I want to just run down Big Kathy's a little bit history. So Larry Avanzino is the guy who's actually Kathy Hilton's real father. So Kathy Hilton's real name was Kathy Avanzino, but then she later changed it. We'll get to that. Um, And Kathy, I don't know. I'm sure she knows this story. It's got to just touch her heart. But Kathy was conceived in the backseat of Larry's car. And which will I believe it was a Chevy. Yes, thank you. Like the writer of this book. Okay, side note: this is the shadiest queen who's ever written a book in my life. Like, I've read salacious books about celebrities and celebrities' families because that's all I read. Um, And this guy was just such a shady bitch. I'm like wondering what the Hiltons and Richard sisters thought about this book after it came out. Like. Well, on one of my deeper dives um, on the World Wide Web, I did find a quote from um, from Kathy Hilton, which apparently when I mean, this guy, Jerry Oppenheimer, who I mean, he's he's a pretty legit dude, like he wrote for Vanity Fair and, you know, stuff like that. So he it's not like he was doing this book in secret. He was, you know, made it well known, like, hey, I'm going to, you know, interview all these people, whatever. Um, apparently Kathy Hilton made a statement saying that if anyone was to give Jerry Oppenheimer any information or quotes or inside scoop about this book, that they would be dead to her. So watch out. I mean, every person who spoke about them hated all of them. Oh, yeah. Like there was not, not a single positive quote taken from the entire book. Not really. Yeah. And so the people that did divulge information, because I, I was at dinner last night and I was telling my girlfriend about this book and she's like, yeah, but is it true? And I'm like, it's true. These are the facts. So <laughs> one of the people that um, that was interviewed and that, you know, I'm just bringing it up because we're going to, it comes into context, is um, a woman named Sylvia Richards. And she is um, Kyle and Kim's dad, Ken Richards. Sylvia is their dad's third wife. So this is the woman that he married after he eventually divorced Big Kathy. So she supplies a lot of information. Also, Sylvia, the third wife, she had children from a prior marriage. And one of her daughters, Cindy, she supplied information as well. Um, The other people that we hear from, we hear a little bit from um, one of a couple of Ken Richards' children from his first marriage. Um, we hear from them, and then um, the other one that we hear pretty regularly from is a woman named Mickey Katane, who Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize till halfway through reading this that Mickey was a woman. But um, yeah, I didn't realize that actually. I feel like there was like one part where I was reading where I was like, and it was implying that she was a woman. And I was like, yeah, I think that's maybe, I'm like, this book probably was never even edited. I'm like, I can't, it's probably, they probably just got the pronoun wrong. I know. I had to Google it. And I was like, is Mickey Katane a woman? I think I Googled that. Um, yeah. And her has, or I'm so sorry. Her father was Jack Katane and he was Big Kathy's third husband, AKA a mobster. Um, but we will get there. So, okay. So just getting into um, the book, there's just a couple real quick quotes I wanted to read that I quite enjoyed. 
Um, one is from one of Big Kathy's friends from back in the day who was interviewed, <laughs> who said that Big Kathy once bragged to her and said this. She said, my daughters are married to men who have a total net worth of over $13 billion. And she was very proud of that. Uh, another, another interviewee said that friends jokingly compared Big Kathy's mind control over little Kathy and Kim and Kyle to that of twisted 70s cult leader Jim Jones. Which I found amazing, just the fact that there was a tie between Jim Jones and Big Kathy. I think that that really just sets the stage for this woman. So I I guess, you know, we'll definitely be seeing this throughout the entire, like, book's review. But, like, Big Kathy was like gregarious, loud, a big drinker, a big Irish girl from uh, Long Island, which is great considering I too am an Irish girl from Long Island. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> the only thing you have in common. <laughs> yeah, I know. As I was reading it, I was like, wow, she's goals. And then I was like, you know, actually, um, not goals. So she was obviously <laughs> like, was a singer in bars when she was younger and was always obviously trying to be the center of attention, but didn't really like make it in Hollywood or I don't think she necessarily even like tried per se. So it kind of explains why she became such like a demonic stage mom from hell, Mm -hmm. which we'll obviously be getting into, but I was going with that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just noticed I'm looking at my notes and I just noticed that under, you know, I have all the husbands laid out, you know, kind of who they were, what the what the gist was, and under Ken Richards' second husband, hus- under Ken Richards' second marriage, I have Dash submissive to Big Kathy, and then right under that, apparently I typed this word quite often because it autocorrected to this. I wrote Big Kathy stole him, Froyo, his <laughs> wife and three kids. Pretty sure that was supposed to, be, right. supposed to be stole him from. <laughs> not frozen yogurt oh my god um, anyways so yeah we we are told that big kathy she could be cruel both i didn't know this that she was both physically and emotionally abusive i had i actually didn't realize that which was uh, wow um i think emotionally abusive is a little bit understandable yeah, simply the, because the physical abuse i didn't realize yeah it's like wow um, but also she's a big drinker. So true, a lot of times true. physical abuse comes with any you know, type of abuse is amplified with alcohol, but especially physical abuse because, totally. you know, you just lose cognitive abilities. and totally. swinging. Yeah. Which totally explains, by the way, Kim Richards. Like we get oh, yeah. it now why Kim is the way they, and it's not a surprise that Kim's not an alcoholic. Like <laughs> totally not shocked now whatsoever. Definitely not shocked. I mean, and we'll, you know, talk more about uh, Big Kathy's substance issues, but there were moments in the book where they reference that Kim was 11 years old picking her mom drunk up from nightclub. So, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, behavior is generally learned. um, And when you see something all the time, (laughs) oftentimes you you mimic that when you're a child. Uh Uh-huh. Exactly. Um, yeah, so just a couple little other, well, sorry, with all these little side notes, I just found them interesting and I'd like to share them with the world. Uh, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, apparently one time Big Kathy found out that little Kathy was having an affair with one of the Jackson five and she wasn't happy about it because allegedly 
Big Kathy may have been somewhat racist, apparently. Allegedly. Allegedly. But she allowed the relationship to proceed because she viewed it as a, quote, step up because of the Jacksons' showbiz connections. Um, There was, oh, and then this is, this is, I I think we had heard this before, but I, I mean, it was just amazing and shocking to actually read it. But uh, according to Ken Richards' third wife, Sylvia, Ken found out that one time Big Kathy had asked a man to give little Kathy sex lessons in the back of his van because she wanted little Kathy to know all about sex and the best way to do it possible. So she like, just asked a dude in a van to teach her. No big deal. Like, not only are young, like, kids are so young when, like, it's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. Like your mother, when you don't even know what you want sexually, your mom's like, get in the van with this adult man and blow him for practice. It's like, no, you're selling your daughter off to a stranger for quote unquote practice because what sucking dick is the only way you can get a good man in this world. It's this, that killed me. Like it is so fucked up and it explains a lot of the way Kyle and Kim and Kathy Mm -hmm. and, you know, big Kathy too. look at men where it's like, you know, if you can give good head, uh, you know, you'll be a great wife to a nice rich man. Like that's all you really need, right. To be a sexy, famous woman, you know, like that is just so backwards. And if Kim got, Kim's the only one who got really majorly fucked from that mom, I think, you know, ultimately Kathy and Kyle are somewhat stable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think, yeah, well, we'll get into it. But um, <laughs> yeah, and I also d- was not aware that little Kathy tried to date Desi Arnaz Jr. as in Lucy and Desi. Um, but apparently Lucy was not a fan. Well, they grew up in Los Angeles, so you could imagine the people that that they were running in circles with. Yeah, you know, him, the Jacksons, like, these are not little names. Like, hey, good for them but it kind of always alluded to the fact that like they were considered like hillbillies like beverly hill hillbillies because they weren't actually real money like the mom was just kind of marrying these schlubs who like had some money building her these fancy homes and then her and the girls were kind of just like these weird grifters who were like like not really supposed to be there but like there and pretending like they were like old money exactly exactly and and um, finally, one of my favorite anecdotes from the book was uh, someone said that when Big Kathy was single, which, you know, she was intermittently between her uh, myriad of husbands, um, <laughs> when she was single, apparently she rode around in a navy blue Cadillac limo because she wanted to ride in style and meet rich, rich men. And she would drive her limo smoking weed and like to party with rich Saudis. I love that. Like, so I'm trying to do that. I'm picturing, you know, this last weekend I was at Mastro's for dinner, the one in Malibu, which is now increasingly becoming somewhat ghetto, like the Beverly Hills one is. But I think I may have found Big Kathy reincarnated, actually, because there was a woman at the bar who was sitting on a man. Um, Just <laughs> he, at a bar. Like, you know, okay. huge. Uh, he reminded me of come somewhat of like a like a Charlie Sheen. Like he was wearing like the, like sweatpants and like a t shirt, like no big deal. Um, and she was dressed in like a like a knockoff Hervé Vache, like up to her cooch. And um, she had this big martini glass, and she was sloshing it around. And 
she was just, it was like they were the only two people in the restaurant and she did just had no shame. I'm pretty sure he was, she was jerking him off. Um, oh. She was like licking him, making out with him. And a couple times she went to the restroom to, um, I can only assume, do drugs. I was going to say powder her nose before exactly. like powder in her nose. <laughs> but each time she would bring her martini with her. And the, the master's in Malibu, there's like kind of this little ramp that you need to walk up to go to the restroom. And she was just having a devil of a time walking up that ramp and kind of spilling her martini on the carpet. And at one point, one of the security people went up to her and said, ma'am, would you like me to take that glass for you? And she Ooh. turns around and all of the, all of our martini goes flying at the guy's face. Oh She's like, no, I'm good. And just kept her glass and walked into the bathroom. Yeah, that sounds exactly like a big Kathy moment. Yeah. Like being aggressive, violently throwing drinks, jerking men off at the t- <laughs> class Anyways, they need so to read class with the count they do need to read class with the countess exactly um so yeah i i'm gonna skip through this part a little bit just because the part with like um kathy and rick hilton because i don't know oh yeah we don't really care that much that. about it um apparently so little little kathy you know was so when they were out living in L.A., and this book is actually, did you find this weird too, Megan, that this book, it doesn't really go in chronological order. It, like, kind of does. And then it's like, oh, wait, now we're going to talk about when Kathy met. It, like, kind of goes back and forth, back the and forth. The book was really poorly written. Like, you know, just because this guy wrote for Vanity Fair doesn't mean he can, like, write a book. Like, True. you know, True. there was, yeah, no chronological order. And there was also such aggressive biases towards the people that they were talking about. Like, Again, like, I get it seems like Big Kathy kind of was a monster who exploited her children for fame, money, etc. However, like, as a narrator of the book, your like, very aggressive thoughts and feelings towards them, like, really aren't supposed to, like, shine through this much. Like, yeah, I, it, wasn't, it wasn't really an objective point of view. Certainly not. And also, it's an interesting way to talk about the matriarch of this family when the book is called house of hilton you'd think they'd actually talk about like the hilton family first and then be like and then this was the crazy grandma of paris hilton you know not like this is randomly paris hilton's grandma and i also noticed like he'd be like and that is what they did to kim's mother's third husband's little brother Big Kathy, you know, he, he would do all of these like very like long winded ways to be like Big Kathy. Just just say Big Kathy. We know who you're talking about. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I found it very like maybe he had to like make a word count. You know, he's like if I he's counting really the numbers rid- on the bottom of the screen. He's like, come on, exactly. I got one thousand to go. <laughs> exactly. He's like the very very mean ugly woman who was. It's like, dude, just say her name. Like, we got it. We he's got like it. literally me in college. Like. Going to thesaurus.com and be like, wait, this word's bigger than this word. (laughs) I would like go in and make the periods on my essays like size 52 period or something. And it would like make all the spacing on the page is larger. Tells you how hard I worked in school. Exactly. We obviously did not go to Harvard, guys. Basically, when little Kathy met Rick Hilton, they, um, you know, big Kathy and little Kathy had met uh, Ken Richards at this point and 
brought him out to L.A., which we're going to cover later because that's just the way this book is written. Um, <laughs> but they were out here in L.A. and he I didn't know this, but initially they moved to Westwood, which is very, very close to where I live. Um, and then Ken built Kathy the house of her dreams in Upper Bel Air, which Megan, I was just informing you about is I shouldn't say it's the ghetto of Bel Air, but it's the it's it's not the part of Bel Air where you know, uh, Lori Laughlin and Mossimo live and those guys. It's, 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 it's like the affordable part of Bel Air. Um, anyway, so that's where they were living. And, you know, um, little Kathy was cavorting around with all these different people. And she went to this school in the Valley that doesn't exist anymore that a lot of industry people went. And um, anyways, and she ended up meeting Rick Hilton, who was graduated from college at the time. And, Anyway, so that's how she kind of got into that crowd. And I guess apparently she had an opportunity to pose for Playboy, which she really wanted to do. But then someone advised her, you know, little Kathy, if your goal in life is to marry a rich dude, they're not going to want a wife who was a playmate, Um, which apparently was good advice because she didn't do it. And then she, you know, got to be Kathy Hilton. Um, I guess she also wanted to be a singer, which is something that Big Kathy wanted as well. So there we go again, Big Kathy, you know, trying to live vicariously through her children. Um, and well, the most disgusting thing, one of the most disgusting things, I think, out of this whole book, you know, obviously, little Kathy was also trying to be pimped out to be a model, whatever. Right. There was a portion where they were able to, they were able to get Big Kathy little, I keep getting twisted up with these two. So there was a moment that I think it was like in the forties and fifties where they would do this concept of pin up, pin up babies. And Kathy Hilton was a little girl dressed up like as a sexualized little baby in like a fake bra and like a diaper and all of these like sexy little kid shops, kid shots. And that just disgusted me. I don't know why, like, you know, you would ever make your daughter like, yeah, let me make my baby look like a little pinup. Right. Why? Like pinups are exuding sex and sexuality. And the point is to be beautiful and a woman, not a baby posing like a sexualized woman. It just skeeved me out. And it also, you know, it makes a little bit sense how definitely sex was like normalized and probably encouraged to these girls at a very young age because it was like sex sells this is how you're gonna get a man yeah. which you know ultimately is the only thing that matters exactly. i don't know it was, I, it was very kind of like john benet-esque totally like totally adjacent which kind of creeped me out yeah i mean i know john benet like what i that girl had secrets like whatever was going on in that i mean granted she's dead but like whatever was happening before that little beautiful girl died like there was some skeletons in that closet (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah yeah so and then the other thing that um came up the, the other thing that came up during this you know this chapter in the book when little Kathy was being introduced to Rick Hilton and that kind of, you know, convergence of the families that this is another trend that we're going to see throughout the Richards, uh, Hilton, whatever, uh, lives is that. So apparently Rick Hilton went to university of Denver, which apparently was prestigious back in the day. I don't know. Um, and a lot of wealthy kids went there and he went to college with Nancy Davis who, okay. Does everyone know who Marvin Davis is? Marvin Davis is um, apparently Aaron Spelling based the show Dynasty on his family. They were a big oil family. They moved out here. They have a name at, or building at Cedars named after them. They're huge, like in the entertainment industry. They, they're worth like a shit ton of money. Anyway, so 
the only reason I bring it up is because later we find out that Kim Richards married Greg Davis, who is <laughs> Nancy Davis's brother. And then Nancy Davis later went on to have a son named Brandon Davis, who, if we go way back to like 0304 days, he dated Lindsay Lohan and Paris Hilton. So Rick and Nancy Davis back in college, like 30 plus 30 years, their kids are going to be dating and, you know, fighting over the same. Like, it's just so incestuous and weird. Um, so, and, and there are rumors, but this is just like a little pop culture history for anyone that cares. Um, there are rumors that that is what may have caused the beginning of the rift between Lindsay and Paris was the whole Brandon Davis situation. Huh. But, I mean, it's usually a man that breaks up two girls if I've right? ever seen it before. You, you know, the more, you know, I'm just here to enlighten everyone. Um, <laughs> so yes. So, okay. So when Rick and Kathy started dating, um, Big Kathy was married to the mobster guy, which I guess, I guess Big Kathy, you got to hand it to her. She was smart enough to to realize, you know, hey, she should probably like keep this guy stashed away so the Hiltons don't realize I'm married to a dude in the mob. Yeah, um, right. So you know that was probably good, and apparently, um, Big Kathy also convinced Rick Hilton that little Kathy was a virgin. So I don't know if he really believes that, but sure. I mean. Um, it's like, God. Yeah. So anyway, so they finally get engaged. Everyone's excited. I guess the Hiltons really weren't that excited about it. Um, we are made to, made to believe that everyone, um, everyone in the Hilton camp kind of viewed, I literally wrote, they think little Kathy is a hoe. Yeah, I, I kind of think that that's what they were alluding to in the book, where it was like, they met the mother, you know, body loud woman. She's on her second marriage at this point. You know, Kathy was supposedly a wild child and like all over the streets and you couldn't tame her. And she was really beautiful and outgoing and like very, you know, a lot. So probably an old money family is like, you know, we don't, we might not want that mess like associated mm-hmm. with us so i could see them not being as you know crazy about her as maybe you know they were about being hilton's exactly well and i totally i mean i totally get it because you know we find out in the book that allegedly i don't even know if we have to say allegedly if it's in a book but nah whatever we're fine <laughs> i'm um, a lawyer <laughs> we're good uh, so apparently little kathy gave you know, this is these. Everyone still does this now. Like everyone talks about, you know, celebrities like tipping off the paparazzi on their own and whatever. And actually, full circle moment, guys. We're talking as we're talking about this season in Beverly Hills. Lisa Rinna calling, you know, the tabloids. And here we go. It all comes back to Little Kathy when she <laughs> apparently called the National Enquirer and it was like, "Hey, National Enquirer, I'm marrying Hilton. Do you guys want to know about it?" And they were like, "Yeah, Little Kathy." Um, so apparently she, uh, did an interview for them and a photo shoot. I've tried to find these photos and I cannot find them. I, I think that probably the Hilton <laughs> legal team probably scrubbed those clean. A hundred percent. But I would love to see them if, if anyone has, has access. But, um, yeah, so apparently, right. Everyone said that the only reason Rick put up with her with little Kathy's bullshit was because 
all because I guess he was kind of you know interested in the entertainment industry, and of all of the you know Hilton Empire, of all of the kids. He was, I think, kind of, at least I got this vibe, that he was the one that was kind of like the, everyone was like, oh, that tool or that kind of like dum-dum. Like he wasn't really the brains kind of behind it. Yeah. I mean, you definitely, they definitely like allude to him not like being smart or not really like having what it takes to like run the company after his father and grandfather die. And they kind of tap into that too, where they're talking about how the two of them would like go traveling and go expect every Hilton hotel to just give them like the penthouse suite. And then they would treat everyone like shit. And then like, be like, what do you mean? We're not paying. His name is on the building. It's like, no right right yeah so but I guess like he wanted to you know to be in the industry and then you know little Kathy they you know in a way I guess they're kind of perfect for each other she was willing to be an arm piece selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And he wanted an Aubrey, so, you know, they can do, they can smile and do vapid things together. So it kind of works. <laughs> um, I mean, hey, they're still together, too. So as much as we might be shitting on them, they're yes. still together holding. So, something's holding working. Stuff. Something or is little Kathy just has him by the balls. We don't know. I was gonna, or her those blowjob lessons she got <laughs> when she was eleven. Seriously, just... maybe I should take them. <laughs> yeah, right. If I want to keep my marriage going, I'm barely two years in. I mean, <laughs> got a long ways to go. Exactly. Um, yeah. Just get so, in the back of a van. Right. Oh my god. <laughs> Seriously. Um. So yeah. So after they got married, as I'm reading these notes, I'm like, Jesus, this book really is like schizophrenic. I'm like, wait, we just skipped a bunch of stuff, but. Whatever. I know this is going to be the most spacey episode ever, but who take cares? your Adderall, guys. Take exactly. Your Adderall. <laughs> Maybe I They're going to be telling one. us to take our Adderall. I know. I'm like, shit. I didn't take any Ritalin today. Maybe. I... Um, Adderall doesn't work on me, guys. Just side note, it makes me sleepy. Which apparently, that's appa- weird. No, apparently I didn't know this. My psychiatrist told me that if Adderall makes you really sleepy and tired. Apparently, it means that you really do, like, legit have ADD. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, at least I'm just not, oh. like, even more fucked up. Well, there you go. The doctor said there so. There you go. The doctor said so. Um. So, yeah. So then after Kathy and Rick get married, a whole six months after, Big Kathy's like, okay, we're good. I can marry the mobster now. So she went and married the dude in the mob. Um at the lovely Van Nuys courthouse, which I've never been to, but I have been to Van Nuys, and I can't imagine that it's, like, great. Um, and apparently the only witnesses were 
the mobster's son and Kyle. So that must have been a great time. Of um, course, Kyle is like probably like so impressed with herself that like she was the only one who went. Like right? at the end of the day, she's, she's like, like, I'm I the favorite. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and he, Jack Catane is, and I apologize if I'm not saying his last name correctly. But, no, I um, think it's correct. I think it's Catane, right? Or Catane? Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, I didn't do that much research. Um, apparently, he's a clever criminal who hid his illegal activities behind legit businesses, i.e. he was probably a money launderer, counterfeiter, whatever. Um, he did eventually get caught um, and got sentenced to 15 years and a two hundred twenty-five. <laughs> thousand dollar fine but apparently he died before he had to serve so kind of worked love that for him right exactly (laughs) he's Um, like look i got to live the good life and (laughs) like i don't even have to pay the time for it (laughs) um now that you're saying that i kind of want to go investigate his death a little bit more but um (laughs) (laughs) yeah and big kathy apparently used to brag about her husband's bob connections and she would say to her girlfriends you know if you need anything handled just let me know (laughs) Um, so it was also, okay, this is also time for my little story. I'm going to make it quick because I've already told it on my Patreon, but, um, they're actually, you know what? I'm not even going to tell the whole story because if you want to hear it, go pay the $5 to listen to it on my Patreon. That's what I'm going to say. But I will do just kind of like a little gloss over. So right now in the book, we're in like the late 70s, early 80s is the time period. So Kathy and Rick Hilton just got married. Kim is, you know, on top of her game. She's doing movies. She's making one million a year at least. Um, you know, things are like kind of going great. So there is this story that may or may not be true, but you know, um, just pay attention to my inflection. <laughs> um, <laughs> that apparently during or around this time, and the reason I bring it up during this part of the story is because I just find that this story occurred very ironically around the same time that Kim just happened to have a stepfather who was in the mafia. Um, Apparently there was a young man named Daniel Milland who, whose father was an Oscar winning actor. I don't know his name. You can go Google it. Anyways, Daniel Milland was in a movie with Kim and he allegedly apparently committed suicide in 1981 um now just just yeah so that happens <laughs> at the same time that you know big kathy was also married to someone in the mafia if you'd like more information reference my patreon patreon.com slash rhow okay there we go back to the story um so yeah so big Ka- or sorry little kathy and rick get married oh i sent you a picture I think I sent it to you the other day, Megan, of I was driving um, to West Hollywood and I drove. Oh, now yes. every time I drive by this stupid church, I shouldn't say that. That's not nice. Every time I drive by this church, um, <laughs> I think of this now. So there's this church in Beverly Hills. There's like three of them right next to each other. It's called Good Shepherd. It's a Catholic church, I guess. It's on Santa Monica and I think Camden. I might be wrong about that. But anyway, um, a lot of famous people like have their funerals there or um, <laughs> have their funerals there. That's so dark. They <laughs> That's do the not thing get married. I know, but no, I know people have gotten married, but I just, I only knew it from that was where Aaron Spelling's funeral was from. What was. Oh. That's where I knew it from. But then I read this book and we find out that, um, that, uh, Kathy and Rick Hilton apparently got married there as well. 
um, where Kim and Kyle were her bridesmaids. And apparently little Kathy told Kim at the wedding, well, if I hadn't married Rick, mom would have taken me down the aisle with a gun against my back. So that's great. Healthy. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So anyways, yeah, they had a four paragraph wedding announcement in the LA Times where all they really said about Kathy was they just, there was one sentence and it said, Miss Kathleen Richards, daughter of Mrs. Kathleen Richards of Bel Air. Um, Yeah, there we go. And which I guess was a diss or it was a diss to Ken Richards, who apparently is the one who really raised little Kathy. Um, And he did not attend the wedding, which we will get to later because that's just the way this book goes. Um, but apparently Kathy's biological father, Larry, was there. Um, That's good, at least. So, yeah, so they're married. They're having a great time. They, um, bought a new house, um, one here in LA, and then they eventually, I guess, moved to the Upper East Side in New York, which I actually didn't know that they lived there, but. That's my old stomping grounds. They live a block away from me. Oh, damn. Like, I think it was like 420 East 72nd, I think. And I, I walk past it literally every single day. Do they still have a house? Is that still their house? I don't think so. But Manhattan real estate is like not one you just kind of sit on, I feel like. Right. like true, true. This, it's like, this was it's like, like what, millions. 50 years ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, but hey, they're rich as hell. But I, I would have, I don't know. I don't know if they would live up here. Plus, the 70s are so boring. I wouldn't live up here. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's true. So yeah, My apparently, bias is showing. apparently the Hiltons and the uh, big Kathy Richards didn't really get along that well. Um, Rick Hilton, Rick Hilton's dad used to call big Kathy the madam, which was oh. like, okay. Um, and this is interesting. Uh, Rick Hilton's dad banned big Kathy from his house when he was there. So that's great. Um, and I guess this is when Big Kathy really started to become a heavy drinker. And I wrote, there's a quote that says that she was a noisy, sloppy drunk, to which I notated, hello, Kim. So it's all coming together, guys. It doesn't come out of nowhere. Um, so yeah, little Kathy, I guess, was just a real gem. She forced Rick to buy her a new rolls, then... Um, they decided to move to the Upper East Side in New York. And then a year and a half after the wedding, Paris was born in 81. Um, so, yeah, she was not pregnant at her wedding. And she waited, uh, well, I guess she waited about nine months to get pregnant. So, All right, not bad. You know, not bad, not bad. Um, but then there's this whole thing, this whole, like, uh, issue, I guess, that big Kathy wanted to be the queen of the family. And she was very threatened by... Marilyn Hilton, who is or who was um, Rick Hilton's mother. And there is a um, a quote that I would like to read everyone from page 55 of the book, if you're following along. As I turn to page 55, right. like you're my teacher. <laughs> um, apparently, Big Kathy declared, once Marilyn, her mother-in-law, is dead, I'm going to be the queen, and I'll remember who in the family has been mean to me on the way up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then years later, apparently the New York Post quoted Kathy Hilton as saying, oh, here's the quote that I referenced earlier. I have such a great memory. Um, <laughs> the quote uh, that Kathy Hilton said that if anyone participates in the book, 
meaning the book that we're reading, they will be banned from the family. The New York Post said that she even threatened people, telling them, I can make your life very difficult if you help Mr. Oppenheimer. I am a very powerful woman. <laughs> oh, God. Well, okay then. <laughs> oh, you're so powerful, Cassie. You're so like, powerful. So, yeah. yeah, so this is when, um, which I guess... I, I'm kind of liking Baron Hilton now. Um, he, I guess, was Rick's father. Is he still alive? We don't research that. I don't um, think he's alive. I don't think he's alive either. He was Rick's father. And, you know, at this point, I guess, Big Kathy and Little Kathy were really, really pushing, like, you know, to get Rick to, I don't know, take over a portion of the business, whatever. Um, and to which Baron's response was, if he can't control his wife, how can he control my hotels? Which, touche, I, I agree. It's a good point. Damn straight. <laughs> it's a good point. Um, but, yeah, apparently little Kathy was not so nice to Baron Hilton. Um, someone said that she had screaming matches with him. She would say, you're a bad father, you're a bad grandfather, treated him horribly. And then at one point when they were living in the Waldorf Astoria in New York, I guess Rick, Kathy, and Paris, and I don't know if Nikki was born at this point, but... They were living in one part of the residences, and then Baron was living in another part, and apparently she would run down the hallways up on the Waldorf and scream at him where other people could hear it. This person said, she's a mean woman. Kathy wants too much, and she's angry because Baron didn't give Rick the power. Um, so, yeah, and I don't blame him. If my daughter-in-law was, like, running down the hallways of my hotel screaming at me, I'd be like, I'm surprised he didn't throw her ass out. I mean, what grown woman is running down hallways screaming? Like, there's literally, and like, you're rich. Like, what do you have to be so butthurt about? And like, why are you making such a big, like, why are you being so dramatic? Like, again, gets it from her mother. But like, exactly. Apple doesn't. How could you make your father in law hate you by screaming, running around a place that you're staying at for free? Exactly. Ungrateful. So this is the part of the book. We are now at chapter eight, if you're following along. (laughs) This is the part of the book where we all of a sudden are like, okay, so that's Kathy and and Rick. Everyone gets it. Let's now jump back a couple decades. Um, Truly. Not a couple decades. It's so weird. Um, To back when Ken Richards comes into the picture. And this is where we really get into it because Ken Richards is, I don't know, I kind of an anomaly to me because you know the way that Kathy oh my, why do I keep saying Kathy Jesus Christ the way that Kyle and Kim talk about their dad I mean they don't really talk about him that much on the show yeah we never really hear them talk about him however I felt like he was portrayed in the book as kind of like a sweet man mm-hmm. he wanted to adopt little Kathy but who big Kathy wouldn't let him mm-hmm. you know it seemed like he was a really good father he moved the family from the east coast to the west coast when Kim was like a few years old or something you know because I think he was looking for a new job and then big Kathy also wanted the girls to be in Hollywood so it just kind of seemed like he was down for anything she kind of wanted Mm-hmm. And it just seemed like a decent man. Like, out of all of the guys she was with, I was like, this guy at least didn't seem like a total Right, you and know, that's mobster. why I'm like, and I know I, I put this in my notes later on in the book, but I was like, I always, you know, even when, when Kyle later in Beverly Hills was talking about her show, her American woman, 
Um, <laughs> and she was always like, oh, you know, my mom was a single mom. She did what she had to do. But she always, I always, okay, tell me if this is what you thought too, because I was always under the impression that her dad like left Kyle and Kim and Big Kathy like out on the street. That's what I thought always happened. Yeah, I kind of was always under the impression of that too, where it was like, oh, the dad left and then the mom had to live in an apartment with the girls and they had to work to make ends meet. It's like, no, they were living in a mansion in Bel Air that was custom made for them. Uh, The mom kicked him out of the house. And, you know, it, it also talked a lot about how the house was kind of like, you know, like a girl's house where it was like full of the young girl's friends. Like Big Kathy's friends were constantly there. So, you know, Big Kathy probably just wanted that big house in Bel Air. She got what she wanted and then was like, you know what? Fuck this guy. Like, We're going to kind of do it our way. And Mm -hmm. so I think we might see like a skewed perspective from Kyle and especially on her show. Yeah, where it is portrayed as like a single mother, like... You know, I have no dad, which you know, I don't think they ever really talk about the dad on the show. I know. I Beverly Hills. I want to go back and watch it. But then the other thing, and I um, found this out very on when we first started reading this book, is that they, because they, well, they give the address away in the book. Um, yeah. the, the house that Ken Richards built for Big Kathy, it, it is and it isn't still here, I guess. Um, I mean, it's been remodeled many times since it was built because I, like a stalker, went and looked at it. Yes, I did. Um, (laughs) It's not very far from, um, it's actually not very far from eating Pilates. Um, Anyway, and it's actually under construction again right now. It looks, it looks right now, it looks like kind of a late 80s, early 90s Miami situation. I'm pretty sure it didn't look like that in the 70s. But, okay, so here's some weird things about the house. well, it's okay. It's not a mansion. It's um okay. Does everyone remember the Kyle and Mauricio's house first season of Beverly Hills? Yeah, it's on a cul-de-sac, very contemporary. Okay, a nice normal house, like they were normal people then. I mean, quote unquote normal, right? So <laughs> that's about the size that this house is. That's not the only thing. So I, I mean, it's not a small house, but it's a pretty. You know, the houses around here. If I had to guess, I would say it's maybe like two thousand square feet. So it's not like a crazy, crazy huge house. That's not the only thing these houses have in common. The original house that um, Kyle and Kim lived in as kids in Upper Bel Air is a couple yards away from Kyle Mauricio's house from the first season of Beverly Hills which I find really, really weird for many, many reasons. One, because I feel like Kyle does have this kind of dynamic that she, like, misses her mother so much and she misses that part of her life. But then on the flip side, I wonder, like, how much of that childhood was really awful and traumatic. Like, at one point, she walked in on her mother boning some black dude like, yeah miscellaneous black man yeah, like, i'm like what what yeah um in a harlem globetrotter once i mean yeah okay so which in this side note i do remember my therapist saying to me once because if you listen to my podcast you know i talk about my husband a lot and as his my husband's mother died um when we were first engaged and my therapist said this to me once that a lot of times when especially parents die people have a tendency to idealize them. So like, even though, you know, Big Kathy may have been this like crazy monster, 
after she died, maybe, you know, Kyle kind of just had to, the way she had to frame it is that she was this amazing, you know, headstrong mother or whatever. And that's just the space that she has to live in. Well, I think it could show more of like a stunted growth where it's like she cannot literally leave the place Mm -hmm. that she only really knows. And also, you know, when Big Kathy inevitably dies of cancer, I think she was ill for like three or four years. And Kyle on the show has talked about how she was there constantly and how she was constantly going there and being there for her mother. And then you have to assume Kathy Hilton at this time was going through being the mother of Paris Hilton. So Mm -hmm. she was probably a little busy. And Kim is clearly, you know, an addict. So she has her own set of issues that she's probably dealing with. So Kyle probably really took that time when her mother was sick to, you know, kind of maybe flip the script and kind of become the mother for her, you know, and like never leaving where you grew up, like being living on the same street, like that always is like a little weird. And uh, it's like, yeah, totally. That's also why I think, you know, in last, was it last season that they moved to the house in Encino? I think that's another reason why she made like such a big deal about that because, you know, when they moved from that house on, um, I was going to say what street it was from the house, from the first season to the, to, you know, the house that we saw for the bulk of the series, that, that other house, it wasn't that far away. She moved over the hill when she went to Encino, like that's like literally the first time in her life that she moved out of that little pocket which I can empathize with her because I posted a video on my Instagram today of the lovely view of my neighborhood. And I mean, Oh, I saw that. It It was so nice. It would take a lot for, I don't know what it would take for me to move over the hill. (laughs) Let me move into this part of the book. This is how, uh, how apparently big Kathy allegedly stole Ken Richards. So, because that's how that's how it is. You steal men. No, yes. men leave. Yes, men willingly just, go. I hate that it, narrative of other women. It's like Which is she exactly stole like him. what this dude writes, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's there's really this the way that the author writes this book, that he lays no fault whatsoever onto um Kim oh. and Kyle's dad. No, no, no. Just, Any of the men in this book are fine. It's like Kathy Dugan, the Irish drunk yeah. broad, came in and stole and ruined everybody's lives. It's like she might have done that. However, it doesn't make the man any less at fault as well. He's, yeah, the, uh, you know what? Actually, don't even mention that. I wonder if there's a bio on Jerry Oppenheimer. Yeah, he's probably like being what paid off by the issues. Are. <laughs> he's probably from like the Hilton family. They were like paying him to like write like a scathing novel about the Dugans. (laughs) Um, So yeah, apparently, so this is when we hear a lot from Diane and Diane is uh, Ken Richards daughter from his first marriage. So apparently later in life, Kathleen boasted to her stepdaughter, Diane. I knew at that party, your father was the man I was going to have, which is just a great thing to say to your stepdaughter. Um, yeah stepchildren love when the love woman that's dad. taking their um father is um gonna exactly, exactly. he's gonna leave their mama mm-hmm. kathy apparently this is post little kathy so little kathy i think was i don't know like a toddler at this time so big kathy was working at this restaurant in long island where she was working as a coach at girl as <laughs> oh, you do. Is good. 
And um, she would hire a babysitter to come be with little Kathy so she could, you know, work the coat check. And um, so this is where she spotted Ken, uh, Ken Richards, and she set her sights on him. And um, this is the story that Diane Richards has um, just brilliantly laid out for us. Okay. (laughs) Clear your throat. (laughs) Excuse me. Uh, So Diane Richards, 16, and her older brother, Ken Jr., were at home watching television one late evening when a policeman, accompanied by shouting and angry Kathleen Dugan, a.k.a. Big Kathy, a woman the Richards children had never seen or heard of before that moment, appeared at the family home, then in wherever, blah, blah, blah. This is from Diane. We answered the door, and she started ranting and raving, going on and on, making incomprehensible accusations about my mother, trying to make it seem like my mother had done something to hurt her, says Diane. (laughs) The police officer had accompanied Kathleen to the Richards' home because of an altercation that had happened involving her and Evelyn Richards, a.k.a. Ken Richards' first wife, who had been rushed to the hospital. Arriving at the emergency room, Diane and her brother found their mother one of her ankles had been seriously injured and she was in a foggy state. It was hard to understand her speech, recalls Diane vividly. She was in a state of shock and a great amount of pain and she was drugs. drugged. Excuse me. <laughs> Richard's wife had gone to the restaurant that evening that she and her husband had frequented often, most likely to confront Big Kathy about the affair. So I guess at this point we are to believe that Ken... Yeah, Ken Richards and Big Kathy were already boning, which, according to the author, is no fault of Ken's. Um, yeah, no, 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 no. She, she forced him. Exactly. <laughs> the two women had words. Another restaurant employee later told Mrs. Richards that he saw Kathleen put knockout drops in her drink. Do you know what knockout <laughs> slipped drops her a, are? Slipped her a Mickey. What, like, what? what? Did she's roofing this woman? What the fuck? <laughs> And Big Kathy, like, she was like the original Lifetime movie. Seriously. Um, let's write a Lifetime. Let's do oh, fan yes, fiction on yes, Big Kathy. Oh, it's not even fan fiction. We're going to sell True. that shit to Lifetime. Uh, <laughs> Kyle's tried to do it like four different times. Right? They won't take works. it. <laughs> no one will take it. Yeah. Earlier in the evening, the coworker had warned Richard's wife, be very careful when you're dealing with Kathleen. Okay. What what happened next at the restaurant remains a very dark mystery. Or no, I'm sorry. It remains a dark memory for Diane Richards. Kathleen drugged my mother and then followed my mother, who was staggering, trying to get away out to her car, a Lincoln Continental that had very heavy doors. I like, like, why does that fucking, oh, I guess because that's when you like slammed it on her foot or something. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. As my mother was getting into the car, Kathleen purposely, purposefully, purposefully, I might have any English, guys, can you tell? Yeah. <laughs> slammed the door on her ankle and crushed it. I believe Kathy came to the house with the police officer trying to turn the story around about what really happened and put the blame on my mother. Kathleen never apologized and showed no remorse. Says Diane, Duh. she has no conscience. Okay. Meanwhile, Kathleen aggressively pursued Ken. Yeah, we get it. Um, Yeah. (laughs) 
Well, I think this isn't the only, like, violence we read about her. There was, like, another portion of the book that's kind of coming up pretty soon after this one. Oh, yeah. So, supposedly, Ken Richards' mom was sick, so she was, like, staying with them. And one, Big Kathy supposedly served her dog food for lunch, (laughs) which is, (laughs) that's super healthy. And then there was another occasion where Ken's mom was missing in the neighborhood. So Big Kathy ended up like running around looking for her. She dragged her back into the house and threw her down on the concrete in the garage. And then there was another time where she purposely allowed the old lady to wander off in a frigid winter evening on like this big property they own, some big farm, and they didn't find her for a while. So really great. Case in point, Big Kathy is a Lifetime movie. Yeah. Um, so yeah, at this point, this was the, the early 60s. Then Kim Richards was conceived in, we think, around like 1963. So as it is written, Big Kathy deliberately got pregnant in 1964 to force Ken to marry her, as you do. And then Ken got a Mexican divorce from his first wife. What is a Mexican what, divorce. What is that? I put a big question mark. I was like, is this racist? Like, I don't even want to Google it. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna try. Let's see what Google I has to thought, say. Okay, I don't know if this is right, but you tell me after you look this up. My understanding is, is that you go to Mexico to get a divorce. But then <laughs> I think, okay, but how would that hold up in court in the United States, though? Because you went to Mexico to get Oh, all right. Okay. So this is actually quite interesting. So in the 1960s, some Americans traveled to Mexico to obtain a Mexican divorce. Divorce in Mexico was easier, quicker, and less expensive than the U.S. People who have obtained Mexican divorces, Johnny Carson, Catherine Hepburn, Elizabeth Taylor, Marilyn Monroe, Charlie Chaplin, Jane Manfield, Stanley Kubrick. Okay. Not bad. Is Kathleen Dukin Richards on that list? Sadly, no, but do you think I can update the Wikipedia page and then, like, please do? And I'll link it to this book. (laughs) This is my source material. (laughs) That would be, I mean, everything. That would be amazing. (laughs) Well, thank you for enlightening us. We are just, I mean, enlightening so many people about so many different things. I mean, they're, you guys are so welcome. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So, yeah, apparently, we got a Mexican divorce, uh, which we now we know what that is. Um, and Grant Richards, who is another one of Ken's children from his first marriage, refers to Big Kathy as, quote, some lady who met my dad at a bar in Long Island and caused a lot of grief for my family. Cool. Yeah. yeah like, okay. I, that's that tracks. Pretty accurate. That tracks. Pretty accurate. Pretty accurate. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, Kim, you know, started getting her first job as a baby. She was a baby model. We know that. We've seen the pictures on Beverly Hills. Blah, blah, blah. And then, um, yes, as as you just said, Megan, I have a note here. BK, Big Kathy, tries to kill Ken's mother. Um, <laughs> because I guess at one point, you know, during, because he did get the Mexican divorce, and I'm assuming Ken's first wife retained the house, Big Kathy and Ken moved into Ken's mom's house. Ken's mom was elderly, ergo, you know, the torture. Um, and then yeah, she's like, I could probably kill her. I could probably kill her for some money Which or a house. Never, they never did say, they said, you know, they tried to, they never did say what happened to Ken's mom. <laughs> they, they said I, they tried to kill her. But I just realized this. We never tied up that loose end. <laughs> this is a continuity errors all over right? this book. I mean, this is, I'm jotting down things that I like now have to go investigate. I feel like we could probably reach out to Jerry 
and be like, right. I mean, after this, we've like completely ruined like a piece of his work. Um, like, like, so we Jerry, might not want to talk. Like to republish because we'd be happy to help. Right. Like, we kind of rewrote the book for you and we took out all of the stuff about the Hilton family. <laughs> we only are talking about the Dugans. Exactly. Exactly. We need a part, a part de. Seriously, this. Um, so yeah. Oh, this was the other the other incident that occurred apparently during um, Big K and Ken's tumultuous relationship. Apparently, um, also according to Diane Richards, daughter of Ken, she remembers one bad fight in particular where the door was open to the basement stairs and Big Kathy tried to push Ken down the stairs. Another lifetime move, I will add. Diane tried to get Big Kathy off of him. And that's when Ken realized she was insane. <laughs> oh, that's when he realized. That's when he realized it. That that's was the tipping the point. <laughs> um, so, yes, as we move into chapter nine, if we're still following along, um, <laughs> this is when the Richards moved to L.A. Because apparently, you know, they were living in Ken's mom's house. We don't know if she was still alive or, you know, if she was just in the basement. Um, but... <laughs> That was not nice. Oh, okay. no, that was funny. <laughs> like living family. in the basement. You know, she was like, they gave her like a cot in like the <laughs> furnace room. They're like. <laughs> it's like home alone. The furnace like Seriously. speaks to her. <laughs> well, this actually brings us to the end of part one of the House of Hilton recap. So be sure to follow me on Instagram. Uh, my personal is meo.nyc. Or you can follow the podcast, which is Bravo Happy Hour. And definitely check out Jess's podcast, The Real Housewives of the West Side. And she has an awesome Patreon too. So definitely go check out that and follow her on Instagram at The Real Housewife of the West Side. All right, thanks for listening. Check back in for part two. Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you love the show, be sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you have any hot takes, gossip, or info about Bravo TV, feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com. While you're at it, make sure to follow Bravo Happy Hour on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thanks so much for listening and check back every Monday and Thursday for a new episode all about your favorite Bravo celebrities.